much for tuning in. This is E. Marie with Soy Chingona, and I am here with the owner of Marley's Cafe, or sorry, Coffee, Marlene. Thank you so much for letting me into your space today. Oh, of and course. Thank you. Allowing me to be here. I'm so excited. No, it's a pleasure. Um, so, Marlene, tell my listeners who you are today as a woman, as a business owner. Tell us a little bit about who makes Marlene up. Well, Marlene is uh, married with three beautiful kids. That's who I am today, mother, first off, wife, and the owner of this nice little cozy, good vibe um, good coffee vibe. shop. Definitely what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's um, who I am today is just, um, I'm still working in progress, you know, mm-hmm. and and just chasing the dream that I always wanted. and. It's not only to be a business woman, but more of um, wanting to create a place where people could come in and feel okay, having a stressed day, um, you know, just um, a meeting point for families that, um, you know, they, they, they haven't seen each other, but just putting out there that, that, that positive vibe, you know, having, and, and so, Throughout the years with my career, um, I, I do have a bachelor's in accounting. I worked for the sheriff's department um, as an accountant. Um, all that was awesome, you know, and, and, and I never complained, you know, it was a secure job, but um, my heart was always like, what can I do to for the community? Right. So how can I be a hub, you know, for, for things, for events, for just just in general and so um, I love coffee always loved coffee um, you know I unfortunately my mom I don't know if it was a good thing but since I was little she's always given me coffee <laughs> you know really it was decaf. <laughs> yeah it was just a funny thing it was just uh, I'm like oh, okay I'll have some cafecito you know and mm-hmm. I was like an eight or nine but um, and and through the years you know that's like the go thing it seems like that's like a conversation starter or right. you know and um but in general like I, I just just knowing for me wanting to learn more on the coffee industry that's one of my main goals um but my for me it's just being able to when you when you are at a job like when you work from nine to five and you're under somebody you don't have that I don't want to say power, but that ability to um, to help others how you want to help others, right. you know. Um, there's always that limit. There's always that politics that, oh, you know, you could do certain such, you know, certain amount of things. Yeah, companies do certain things like fundraisers, but that's more like... Um, on their terms. On their terms, <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I didn't feel that I was capable of doing more like um, I feel that with my coffee shop it's like um, like I said the hub of or the starting of me being part of a community helping how we how I could help you know like for example um, I feel so excited because I'm part in the sense of of like um, it's the uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention it was Uh just a customer I, I, I feel blessed because 
things are just coming, they fall in. So right. one customer came in, they brought another customer. She, um, and that's how it started. She just started decorating rocks, you know, here at the coffee shop. They had a little, you know, um, social meeting mm -hmm. gathering that they hadn't seen each other, I guess. And so, and it was just curious to me to see that. And so, you know, I just didn't know there was a story behind those rocks until I started talking to her. She's part of that American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And right there, that's when I thought, and we had just opened, you know, it was back in May and June. And, um, and you know, and just the story behind her losing her son through suicide. And that's her way of helping others, you know, feel that, you know, there is somebody out there. You don't have to go through that, right. you know, those ideas and, and, you know, there's mental health and all that. Um, so I just Sounds came, like that's what you were looking for, though. When exactly. You said, like, when you're looking to open up something like this, you were looking to create, like we said earlier before we started, a safe place exactly. for people. And exactly. then the world that we're in today with so many danger zones going on in so exactly. many different ways. Yes. Um, I am interested to know how you picked this location. And I'm interested because I live maybe 10 minutes away from here and there's definitely not anything that has this vibe and energy right. like <laughs> around oh, La Mesa, awesome. <laughs> area at all right now. Um, and in fact, there is a place that um, opened up, um, I think maybe two years ago, mm -hmm. by my house okay. um, that's locally ran. And um, I wish the energy there was something like this, and it's not. And so when I came here, immediately, and we talked about that too, I just vibed with you so well and your daughter, and it was amazing. So why this community? Well, first off, um, I want to say God is the one that brought me here because we live in Chula Vista. That's what I thought, that you were from like South we're, Bay. We live, in, uh -huh. we live in Chula Vista, um, and I'm not saying I didn't look for anything in Chula Vista, mm -hmm. but that's why I say God knows where my end is. You know, he's the one pretty where much guiding. Yeah, exactly. And, and, um, and I did look. It wasn't um, Chula Vista, the properties or the, the places for, for lease. They were too expensive. It wasn't. I I already knew what I want, what my budget was, and okay. what I was looking for. Um, so the places that I did find or, or did see in Chula Vista, they were too expensive for what I was looking for. Then I went to National City. I said, okay, let's go to National City. I went to Imperial Beach. I went. I went everywhere in that surrounding area. In that surrounding yeah. area. Um, of course, making sure there wasn't a Starbucks next door. Right. <laughs> But no, I love Starbucks. <laughs> but um, but this was the last place on my list to drive by and just check it out. And um, I didn't even have to stop when I came from one side and just drove across it. And I was like, this is it. Because while I was looking for it, and this was during my time that I had, um, and we could probably go through my history, but... Um, I was on medical leave because I was diagnosed with cervical cancer about okay. a year ago. And so uh, the end of 2016 going into 17. Okay. So that whole year um, I had to deal with all that and and um, I had surgery. I was on medical leave. And um, 
And my thought even prior to that was already thinking, okay, I need to do something else. I need to chase a dream, mm -hmm. right? And so this was my chance. I'm going to be off work. Uh, I need to recuperate, you know, recover. And so and not even something happen exactly, at the same time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So not even two weeks um, post my surgery, that's when I started searching for a place. So um, I want to say maybe uh, it took me about two, three weeks as I was searching to find this place. And, okay. and during that time, I'm like, okay, my time is running out. I'm going to start working again. You know, maybe this is not it, you know, and I was praying and, and I'm like, and, and yeah, I was a little disappointed. And because the places also that I would look in Chula Vista, I just couldn't feel it. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I do want to thank my friends from Por Vida because they were, they're considered my mentors. Um, Milo I, and Caro. I love that so much because I went to go visit another coffee shop in mm -hmm. North Park mm -hmm. um, that had recently opened mm -hmm. and I met the owner, Tony, um, Dia del Café. Okay, and okay. when I asked him, like, this is new, like someone suggested for me to check it out, like there's nothing in North Park area that right. looks, you know, like this, right. all Latino out and yes. everything. And yeah, I know those that. are his mentors. Yes. And then told me that he worked with James Coffee. Yes. And that they did the training and that's mm -hmm. where he gets his coffee. And to me, I was just, it feels so good when you go into small business mm -hmm. places and hear that other small businesses are helping yes. and mentoring. That, well, that's their, amazing community work yes. right there. Yes. And they're awesome. Milo oh, and Caroline yes. are really, really awesome yes. people yes. and all no. about communities. So I, I owe them everything. And, and yeah. you know, and and I tried not to. I, I'm very, um, I'm a person that likes to research. I like to do my, unless I'm really stuck on something, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody's helping me, then mm -hmm. I'll go to them. Um, so I did try not to. They would always say, it's, you're not bothering us. You're not bothering us. We're going to hold your hand and stuff like that. But it's more like, no, I need to learn this. You know, right. like what we were talking about with the whole editing and yeah. stuff, right? So <clears throat> I was, I, I would go, we would go visit them. And I'm like, you know, I, I just can't find a place. I don't feel it. He's like, don't worry. You're going to feel it. As soon as you see it, you'll, you'll feel know. it. And yeah. that's exactly what happened here. I'm like, okay, this is the last place. If this is not it, I'm going back to work, maybe later on along the line, then we'll continue or something's going to happen. And I felt it. I was like, wow, I drove around. I, I didn't even stop at first. I drove around, looked the neighborhood. I'm like, this is awesome. I, the vibe was just there. I didn't even see anybody because it was late in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as I parked and I looked, I'm like, this is perfect. This is what I need. I need this place. This is going to be, you know, the little um, nest for everybody that needs yeah. just to talk or just to relax or to be calm or not nothing crazy, you know. And and this is where I'm going to start, you know, helping people. And during this journey, your husband and kids are totally on board? Oh, yes. Yes. At first, not at first here, but um, I'm talking years ago before... Um, before I was diagnosed, my husband was also diagnosed a year prior. Oh. <clears throat> so just shortly, just to give you a little short history of us, is um, in 2015, um, so let's go a little bit. I've been married, we've been married for uh, 18 years. Okay. And, um, and so everything good, um, very, I'm very close, I'm the only child, um, my parents, um, very 
close with mm -hmm. them. Um, I got married, and and so um, thank thank God my husband and my family got got along. Yeah. My dad passed away 12 years ago from cancer as well. Wow. And so my husband was with me during that journey. Years later, um, in 2015. My husband's diagnosed with esophageal cancer. Um, we were in exactly the same room, the same bed, because um, when they did my dad's um, um, endoscopy and everything, that was exactly the same place where they told us my dad had cancer. So it was very like, it was very shocking. It, oh, I'm you know, sure, like so surreal and like reliving exactly opening and, wounds, and, and especially for my husband, nobody he that he was the last one we thought he was going to have cancer. It was just me. I'm like waiting to get checked and so right. forth, right? Because right. of my history. Mm -hmm. And so from there, that's when our I want to say new journey began, and seeing life in a different you know perspective. Yeah. Not that we didn't appreciate life before. But it just gives you more of a reason to continue and do what your heart, what you're passionate about. Right. So um, with him, it was a, a total of maybe with his treatments, he had surgery. Me, on the other hand, you know, um, I would have people say, oh, are you getting checked? Huh? You know, because they knew of my history. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, no, I have to focus. You know, and I'm, I'm like a single mom because, you know, it was like he had to focus on his treatments. Right. Um, my kids have activities, my three, you know, kids. Um, and back then they had, you know, it was like every day and my job and, and so forth. So it was a little stressful, but yeah. I had to make sure everything was running correctly, you know, mm -hmm. while, and, and, and hoping that he just focuses on getting better. And, you know, the percentage of survival for esophageal is very minimal. And so, you know, I had doctors try to um, uh, prepare me and, you know, and so forth. And, you know, we're faith believers. So we're like, no, we're faith. God, God's, God's hand is on us. So he's gonna, you know, make sure we get through this. So um, maybe like seven or eight months total after he had a surgery and so forth and he's feeling better he had a scan things were clean um i go in i'm like okay i guess it's my turn you know right. to get checked and that's when so at the end so he gets di diagnosed on 2015 at the end of 2016 right before christmas i'm told that i have cancer and it seems like it's it's um spreading a little but not i mean so it's cervical cancer, so it's spreading quicker than what they thought. So mm -hmm. it's probably, I did have it, because my last check was like five years prior to. So okay. so it, it, it was, you know, a little advanced. And okay. so there I start, we start again, and I, and I feel bad for my kids because they're going through one thing, and I'm very transparent with them, so I don't mm -hmm. hide anything so they've been through the journey and then they find out this and so here like we go starting again. over it's exactly. like what you went through with exactly. your dad and then your husband and now your kids are starting that cycle all exactly over again. so it's um it was it's been a journey you know but we've gone through it um, um i do i am in I should be getting checked in, in the next month or so. So, okay. um, you know, we're, we're going to pray that everything's okay. I think I feel I positive that everything's okay. Yeah. With all that that we've gone through, um, that's made me think. Um, prior to that, 
I was always saying jokingly or not even jokingly. I always, you know, anything I said, it was like, we're going to do this and that we're going to yeah. do this. So I was always like, I want a coffee shop. I want to, and you know, the kids would laugh and they're like, okay, mom, you know, you're yeah. like, oh, coffee. And <laughs> like, All right. Do you even know how to make coffee? And, and so it was always like a joke. And I'm like, no, I, I, and I would tell my husband, maybe when, before we retire, when we retire, we'll open up a little coffee shop and that'll be like our thing. And and my mindset was always like, and that's how we could help people. Because once you have a business, then you could, you know, get involved yeah. with the community. And, and he's like, yeah, that's a good idea, you know. And, and so that was prior to our little, you know, adventure that we have. I'm going to call it adventure with the whole cancer game. And, um, and that's prior to me having surgery. I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity. And, and I, I was a little bit more serious like you know I kept telling my husband I really want to do a coffee shop I want to have this place where everybody can go like I want them to feel like they're part of our family you know and and if there's something we could help you know the homeless anybody you know I think we could do it through our coffee shop and that was like my words you know and he's like well if you feel and you're so passionate about it go for it you know let's see how we work it out um, at this point, I wasn't going to quit my job. I'm like, you know, I could, I think I could have an employee and, you know, fix this and then right, and so forth. Right. So I'm like, you know, and I'm very, I'm very happy where I'm at. And so, um, and that's how the journey began. So that's from that point. So um, what I said, you know, I was two, two weeks post my surgery, started looking, found this place. Um, it was just the feeling. I was like, this is it. This you is the commitment. Yes. I you mean, had I your intuition. Yes. I felt a little bad because I wasn't in my Chula Vista community. Yeah. But, um, you know, I kept thinking, you know, there's a purpose. There's a purpose. Right. God put me here. He He brought this location I need to be available. Here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, and this is this is how we, we started. And, and my so we signed the lease about a year ago. Um, we had to do a couple of things in here, you know, to kind of remodel and everything. And so um, my husband was like, you know what? I think that you can quit your job and just and go this. for it. And go for it. And all I was so freaked out. I'm like, oh, no. But then a little thing inside me, and I know part of it is my dad. He was so positive. Um, he was always... Um, telling me you could do it. Don't ever think you can't do anything. That those little voices and you know, it's like coming up. You know what? We could do this. We could do this. I'm not saying it's been easy. It's right. been like the hardest thing. And you know, my husband's because like, you're well, creating something. Exactly. And that's what, like I think being an entrepreneur, starting small business, is that's people that don't do that don't seem to understand mm -hmm. that when you're creating something, you're creating it out of nothing. Right. <laughs> so it's much harder. And the work is much harder, but the payoff oh, in the yes. end of creating something like this is yeah. so worth it, right? And the people that we meet, such as you Thank and you. other customers, that is just um, rewarding, right? you know, for me. And every time I see a customer that comes in and they're so happy, and, and of course, I would love, you know, I, I feel good when they say, oh, your coffee is good. Oh, okay, that's even more of a plus, but right. just to, like to feel that they, they feel the good vibe, that they're comfortable coming in, that's just rewarding for me. And then doing these events, like, the suicide prevention mm -hmm. that we, we've done some um so going into that 
when um, that was like my avenue to, that was like my first opportunity that I'm like, okay, this is my purpose. This is what I'm here for, right? Yeah. So I just approached her, I said, do you mind if we do, instead of a wine and art, can we do coffee and rock painting and coffee, you know? And, and all the ticket proceeds will go to this foundation, you know, um, any drink that we, um, you know, sell, we'll donate a portion to it. And so um, from the beginning, it was successful. We did two in July. We did one in September, one in October. And I'm hoping that we'll do many more this upcoming year. Um, and, and it's just a good feeling, you know. Right. And it goes into play with exactly what you saw in the big picture exactly. of doing something like this and creating something like this. Exactly. Um, how old are your kids? So my oldest, uh, Eternity, is 18. Mm -hmm. Um, Sienna is uh, she'll be 14 next month in Jan January and my son just turned 12 okay and his name is Eric okay those are crucial ages right there yes <laughs> yes next year they'll all be teenagers so um, but they're wonderful they're very supportive they're really good um, my daughter eternity is the one that helps me here um, I'm so she graduated um, high school this year so it's um, it, it's been great I tell her you know and I, and I don't want to pressure her I'm like that's mm -hmm. if you want to work um, you know here or help me um, but anytime you feel that you need to go and you want to explore and work out that's fine do and, you need and, to right do, yeah. you know and so far she's like I love it I love working with you because you know I'm, I'm thinking well I know kids don't want to work with their parents right. and stuff and I'm not saying that we don't clash because you know we got we're women so we got you know some opinions and stuff but but it's great. I feel well, she has so a very blessed. mature energy about her too. Oh, though, yes. Because I would have never guessed that she was just eighteen. Oh yeah. And I've had several conversations right. with yeah. her. I would have never guessed that she was just eighteen. She's eighteen, and she just turned eighteen in August. Um. So, Marlene, tell me a little bit about you and how you grew up. I know you said South Bay. Like I'm originally from South Bay, like Del Sol, San Ysidro mm -hmm. okay. um, area and stuff. But tell me your story. Like where? Well, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, so okay. I'm from New York. Ah. My parents, my dad was from Honduras, Central okay. America. Okay. And my mom is from Chile, South okay. America. And so I was born in New York. We, um, most of our family um, was in New York. My grandmother lived with uh, two of my dad's, so my mom and my dad's side. So my paternal grandmother lived in LA. Okay. And um, I was probably maybe eight or nine when they decided to move to California. So it was more not my choice, you right. know. <laughs> unfortunately, I, I still love my New York. Yeah. But, um, but they, I know that my grandmother was sick, so she okay. also passed away of cancer, colon cancer. So um, my dad made a choice to, he wanted to move, it was either Florida or California. I'm very glad that it was California. Yeah. Um, so, but most of, um, so most of part of my elementary and high school was spent in LA. And then um, he, my dad, um, so I went to Catholic school, 12, 13 years counting um, kinder. Okay. Um, yeah. Not, you know, it's not like, <laughs> you know what they say about Catholic girls, but no, I was very innocent. Were you? <laughs> we'll just keep it at that. <laughs> but, um, you know, so 
we once he um so he was always my parents even in new york they were always business owners so they owned a um okay. factory for ladies garments so they were contractors okay so they they went up to as big as 350 400 employees two shifts it was wow. like this they they did big their production. own yeah. yes so that was like their main thing but i and and i know my dad had i think um one heart attack in new york and then um, that's when they tell me he decided he needed to change a pace, change of career. But they brought most of their machines to LA. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, I remember all this, but now as an adult, I'm like, okay, really? Like, like, getting, you know, like, why are you doing it again? Yeah. <laughs> so they brought everything here. They started off another factory and everything. And, but my dad had decided to work, um, a, a normal job, you know, he, he was a security um, guard in um, one of the businesses or, or buildings in Beverly Hills in, okay. in L.A. And so, um, and my mom was overseeing a small factory, not as big as they had it in New York. And so he has another heart attack um, at that time. I was 12. Um, I recall, I remember that. And then that, at that point in time, that's when I realized um, I had no choice but to mature because my mom being so dependent on my dad and, you know, I was always very nosy and always helping him with the bills and doing that. So at 12, I had to be making out little checks to pay the rent, you know, try to see because he was in the hospital, he wasn't, you know, um, capable at that point to to run you know the household yeah, so you're becoming a little adult exactly yeah. so it's like not I, I feel like I I had and and I don't complain because I I never felt like oh man this is my life I was always happy they made it no they made it to where that you know I always had what I needed yeah. um, I always felt that I didn't feel that I was missing anything if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, um, during those times, then um, my dad retired from, or he left that that job, and he was just, you know, at home um, while my mom had was running the the factory. I stepped in. I had to help my mom. So from school straight to helping her, um, trying to get the job done, and then and so forth. So that wow. was for years until. Um, oh, so during that time when he had that. Um, the doctors had told him, you need to find a place where you could relax, you know, or um, just <laughs> like you're calm. getting closer to being to a relaxing area, but going from New York to L.A. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Similar speed. Right. right? It can be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, OK, where do you go? So um, some friends took him down to Rosarito when okay. it was nothing like it was like you could see there was it's so like. 360 compared to how it is now and um, of course I was like well where are we you know yeah. what is this this is another country or yeah. you know but um, he found a, a small like um, small home right on the beach that he was able to um, to purchase um, and and you know and there are different laws over there right. for uh, others so then he did it yeah, exactly the, right. so he did it you know whatever he had to do but he um, owned the, the building itself and then um and that was like his relaxing place and he said that that Rosarito reminded him of where he grew up 
um, in Honduras, uh-huh. which was um, near, I think, Puerto Castillo, near the ocean, and and that was his relaxing place. So, um, you know, going there and 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 having that, it was like more. Um, we we were going ever often, you know. It yeah. was just like a little vacation home, yeah. right? A um, couple of years going moving forward, maybe I was like sixteen. Um, he gets sick. It's not really a heart attack, but it's something health wise okay. that he was. Um, he had to stay down there. We had some friends uh, through the years. They mm-hmm. they became friends, and he had to stay down there. Um, and there was like a doctor down there that was seeing him and so forth, but he couldn't, for some reason, he was so sick, he couldn't cross and, and it was just better for him to yeah. stay down there. So um, we're looking at 16, I'm a junior, um, but I, I couldn't do a lot of high school stuff because my duty was, because I was the one that knew how to pay the bills and, and do that was help my mom and help her at the factory, um, help her run the house, and then we would go on the weekends. And we did that for about maybe six to seven months. Um, we continued doing that. Moving forward, um, you know, he did have another, he opened up a, um, he was feeling better. I was probably 19, 20, we're still, at Rosarito at this point okay. in time we moved from LA to here to San Diego to be closer to the Rosarito or Chula Vista to be closer to the house in um, Rosarito and my dad was staying there 24-7 now he decided did, before this did your you having to do so much work did that affect your schooling not at all not at all um you know it was junior year and and that was the thing i I feel that as a a young person i already learned how to deal with multiple things going on going to school (laughs) helping my mom and of course it wasn't like i was solely because you know of course i would go um when i would see him i would have to give like a report and i was like oh my god you know but it wasn't um I didn't feel, like I said, I didn't feel like I was missing out. I didn't feel like a burden or anything. It was just, to me, I just felt that this is what I had to do and this is how I'm helping my parents, you know? And so, um, and I was grateful that I didn't have to work, you know, outside. We had right. the business. And, You're a damn um, good daughter, I'll tell you that, Marlene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, you know, I mean, ages too. Like, right, a, you right. know, a lot of girls in those situations wouldn't want to stick around and right. have all this responsibility on their plate. You right. Know? I Especially couldn't imagine. 1920, I mean, those are the ages where they're right. just like, I'm out. Like, exactly. I'm done. Yes. And, I, and I, I, honestly, I couldn't imagine like leaving them. You know, because I just feel that, um, yeah, it just wasn't in in my mind to be like, okay, 18 and I'm out. It was more like, how can I help? You know, I wish I could help more. And and that was my way of of helping them, you know. And and it was just something that I I just thought that that's how life was, you know. And, um, but yeah, it was just, um, you know, he got better. We, um, and like I said, we came here. Um, and still, it was still my duty to continue mm-hmm. and make sure, even though he was okay. Um, but like I said, he stayed there. He decided to open up a mini market. Okay. Um, but not 
in the little city. He wanted to move up to the mountains because he wanted to feel, he, he, he kept saying those poor people that live up and you know up the mountain away from the, the small Rosarito city uh -huh. he said you know why go all the way down let's bring the market up there you know because you know there's Calimax and all this he's right. like we'll bring a, a but it wasn't a Calimax it was just like a little mini market we'll bring everything so they won't have to come down and, and you know um, rainy days or so forth so he and and that's when I open up the shop that's what I learned I, I, I keep thinking like what did he do yeah, that was the same thing. He opened up his shop. He listened to his customers. What is it that they're looking for? Oh, do you have aspirin? Oh, no, but we'll have it in a couple of days. So there he yeah. goes making a little, you know, over-the-counter area. Oh, do you have, like, um, toys? Oh, no, but we'll have it in a couple of days. So he, I remember him telling me, you have to listen to the people because you can't just open up a business and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to have, and that's it. You know, you have to, and it's not pleasing everybody, but it's making it convenient for everybody. So that's one of the things that I'm getting out of my coffee shop. I listen, I'm like, oh, sorry, we don't have this, but you know, what we're thinking in the future to, right. to have something because that's what that's what it's about. You know, it's, a, it's not about, you know, thinking like, oh no, if you don't like, you know, that we just serve coffee, then too bad. No. Right, then you can walk out the door. Exactly, and it's like what we were it. saying earlier about like giving to your community so exactly. that you can receive. The more exactly. you keep putting out there, the more you give, the more you're going to get yes. back. And yes. that's part of listening to what the community is craving, what they need exactly. and what they want, you know, and be yes. able to deliver those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like a lot of your upbringing really shaped you mm -hmm. for this path. Right. right. <laughs> it's like not knowing. Path was there, yeah, right? Not, and not knowing. knowing, but the path was there for you to take. Right. And it took me this long to get to here because through the years, um, I was just jumping, you know, and, and I remember my dad had said, oh, you should just study real estate. You should just do this. So it's like, okay, I don't even know what that is, but okay, you know, I'll do that. <laughs> so right. yeah, so I got my real estate <laughs> at a young age, 1920. I, I had my real estate license. I, um, but because, and there goes the people again, not, I want to say discriminating. Oh, you're too young. I, I can't. Yeah. You know, and I would get that. It's like, oh, you're a little too young. I don't want to trust my my house, you know, for you to right. sell. Or it's like, who more? I'm motivated. I'm young. I'm, you know. Yeah. But um, so I left that, and I'm like, I just want to do a re a regular job. You know, um, I did a regular job. But in the meantime, I was like, well, I want to study something medical. You know, and my I've always wanted to be a radiologist. I didn't do that because that's like. It was just at the point in time when I was ready to do that, um, I had kids already and, and it was, okay. yeah, I couldn't leave. I couldn't not work. I had to work, you know, and, and so forth. But um, I don't know why I didn't do it prior, right after real estate. I didn't know, you know, what life yeah, time. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, oh my God, uh, four years, like, you know, I have to do this and I have to, you know, so it was more being like, in my 20s and like okay I just want something easy so yeah. I studied medical assistant then went into lab assistant um, and I did that for a little bit but now I, I'm like why is it I guess at that time it was like this is not my passion mm -hmm. um, you know you're searching but I didn't 
I have the guide, but I didn't have the guide because even though my dad was really good at giving me advice, I wasn't honest with him to tell him, hey, this is what I want. What do you think? You know, mm -hmm. what, where am I supposed to go? Um, so it was always like trying out, you know, like, oh, maybe this. Finally, um, moving forward, I got my bachelor's uh, in accounting for, and I always loved accounting too. And Yeah, obviously, um, you've been doing it since you were like 12 years old. Right, right. <laughs> Um, at 40, I already had all my kids. Um, this is after my dad passed away. I decided to go back to school. My husband was very supportive. He was like, but I still worked. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not leaving work. I have to. So I had to work my full time, go to school. That is like the hardest thing. I always, and that's what I tell my daughter. I go, if you're going to do anything, make sure you do it prior to, because you could do it. You know, any of us could do it. If you put your mind to it, you could do it regardless you're married. Different but it's, obstacles. But that it's just come, hard. Yeah, yes. they and they knew, like, you know, can we go here? No, I got to study. Or, you know, can we go, can we be with you? No. Like, yeah. And so it was very hard, and they were very young. Right. And so it hurt me. But I'm like, I have to do this because I'm doing this for them. I need right. to get this education. I need to get a, a better position and so forth. And, and thank God that after I got my... Um, my bachelor's, um, I was able to move up within the county and then get to where I wanted to be. Um, but still feeling that void right. inside, still feeling like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? No, mm -hmm. there's something else. And that just takes us to a year ago when, you know, we fully, I fully decided to. And, and given the circumstances, I think because of what my husband and I went through and my kids as well, um, that's why my motto is life is too short to not follow your dreams. So you always have to go for your passion. Anybody, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, we get friends, like, um, we got to give it to you that you guys did this. And, you know, um, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, Oh, I, I always, you know, I get people saying, oh, I always wanted to be a cook or I want to, I'm like, go for it. Or I wanted to have my own restaurant. Go for it. You know, what, why, why not have it? I know people that fear, like just fear over people. Exactly. And then exactly. I, I really believe that your support system mm -hmm. is so huge when you're right. going to make a move like that. And that's why I asked about your kids and, and your husband and right. stuff, because I know if you're gonna take a risk like that, right? And I mean, I went on medical leave, and during that time, I just couldn't picture myself going back. Right. And I knew I had to do something, but at that point, I didn't know what it was, right. and I had to sit there and get the support of my husband without having a game plan. And I was like, right. um, "Yeah, so I don't have a clue right now, but I need you to support this move right. that I'm about to make. It's right. gonna be risky and bold, but it will." off and That's I just exactly have that faith in that it's going to work out the way it's supposed to and everything and don't um, give up and that's exactly I mean I'm not painting it that it's been oh yeah you know I got a you know I got the location no it's been the hardest thing it's been um I want to say arguments it's been sadness yeah. crying um stress um sweat and tears you know, that go into those exactly, decisions exactly and it's um but you have you have to have that faith to over empower that fear you know right. that faith has to be much bigger for that fear to decrease because it is very scary I mean everybody would be business owners right or be independent or entrepreneurs right. it's easy exactly exactly <laughs> so but you have to you have to keep going there's been times that I want to give up even now like um 
you know, a few months ago, like a, like for the last couple of months, you know, it was it was great at the beginning. I'm like, okay, you know, um, and for us it was great, and um, but then it was like, oh, we're not. There's nothing. There's you know what's going on, and yeah. you know, and the bills are piling up, right. and you know, and and I feel bad. My husband's the only one working, and you know, we have three kids, and they need stuff, and you know, and so um, it's like. For a split second, I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I shut down and then I go back to work, then, you know, and then I have my little Zen that I call her my daughter, Eternity. And she's like, Mom, you said you're not going to give up. You said you're going to keep going no matter what. And I'm like, you're right. Let's do this. She's like, let's go. And so she's my little motivator, you know. So when I feel down, she brings me back up. And so, um, like I said, I feel so blessed that the person that I work with, you know, is my daughter. And she, like, you know, she is mature for her age. And she, but she, I look at her and I look at my kids and, you know, my husband, I'm like, you know what, we're going to continue. We got to do this. We got to do this, you know. So, and here I am. So tell me, Marlene, tell me about you and your husband. How did you guys meet? So we met um, at work. So we've had, I think, like, seven jobs I believe seven jobs together really yes and but that was after so we met at at, um, at right after I stopped doing real estate uh-huh um, I I was getting I'm like I just want a whatever job I don't want to think about anything so we worked at this um, it was a um, lens manufacturer place um, very small um, it was called Sierra at that time. I think it's already gone. But um, we met there, and it so happened that, you know, I guess conversation. I'm like, oh, no, you're too crazy. Oh, hell no, you know, type of deal. <laughs> but we got along, and it was like, and from there, and, and a lot of people thought, oh, you know, they're not going to last, you know, and this and that. And, and um, 19 years, we've been together 19 years, so... Um, we met there, and yeah, the the journey has been hard because it's not easy. Right. Again, I'm not gonna paint it nice. There's been times that we've, you know, thought of separating, divorcing, and you know, and and although people say, oh, think of the kids. Well, either way, they're gonna get traumatized whether you're in a bad relationship with your husband or you're. Yeah, not that's in a such a good point because my parents had stayed together. They're divorced, but mm-hmm. they stayed together about 15 years, and their whole thing—that's always what we would hear them say. Like even when they would argue, as we're doing it for the kids. And even as a little girl, I would think, well, if your guys aren't happy, how are we supposed to be happy in this situation? Yeah. So I tell my sisters now, who are both mothers, and I always tell them. Don't be afraid to be a little selfish Mm -hmm. being as a woman Mm -hmm. and taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. loving yourself because whatever decisions you make for you is going to be good for your kids if it's good for you. Right. And for your partner, whether if they know it or not at that time. Exactly. Yes. No, I agree. And that was one of the things because I would hear that a lot too. Um, I'm lucky my parents, um, oh yeah, my parents um, also had it rough. You know, I remember as a little girl arguments and my, and and I think I want to say that's one of the main reasons also that they moved from New York to California because my dad drank. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't abusive or anything to that sort, but he was just the, you know, 
he loved drinking and he loved socializing and he loved being with his buddies and you know this and that and that's when arguments came in and um but it was never like there was no disrespect or anything you know so i didn't see that disrespect amongst them and so i i feel lucky that you know they 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 were together genuinely you know mm -hmm. it wasn't because oh you know because of me or anything i know my mom left for a couple of months and and that's when i'm like oh well you know all right and i understood but yeah i did miss my dad you know yeah. i was like i don't understand what's going on but um but other people that i know and you know that oh why are you still with them you know no because the kids they're gonna get traumatized or they're gonna have to and i'm like you don't think they're traumatized while looking at you guys argue or, or looking at, you know, right. or um, hearing or the vibes, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you could just feel it in the air, like, you know, and that's not good. And so they're going to grow up thinking like, okay, that's normal, you know, so if I don't get along with my husband, I'm just going to stay and, and deal right. with it. No, and that's, I don't, same thing with my, like I said, I'm transparent with my kids and mm -hmm. my daughter that's, you know, old enough to make decisions, I tell her, you know, you need to feel respected. Um, don't ever stay just because you feel obligated or because if you have kids or or whatever the case may be. That's just not in our in our book. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so for us, it was more um, financial that we were, mm -hmm. you know, and and that's always the key. But you have to work around it. You know, you have to work around it, and and so we've made it. You know, so far, right? I mm -hmm. can't predict the future, but um, so far it's been good. Um, very supportive. Um, you know, in the sense of, like, I was even shocked when he said, you know, you could um, leave work or right. quit. You know, and then just do this, and then you know we'll we'll be we'll be okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, but and and you know, and we don't predict, and and it hasn't been okay in the sense of like, oh God, you know, and that's where my my fear starts coming in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, we got all this and the house, and you know, the bills here, and you know, what if I close down, and and then I think I'm like, oh my God, that's just not me. We need to keep going, and then I have you know my daughter motivating me so it it all like that's my support you know yeah. it's like I think about it I'm like okay he allowed me not allowed me but he um, he was okay with me quitting so I need to do this um, my kids are looking at me like they're like you know they couldn't believe it and now they're like okay you know you have your shop and now they're have keeping our, you going exactly <laughs> and cheering so, you on yeah and so that and then I have my mom my mom um, after my dad passed away, you know, we had her move in. So mm -hmm. she's part of, you know, our life. And she's raised my kids even during the time that I've, you know, um, worked and, and so forth. So even when my dad was alive, it was like, you know, I, she, they, they took care of my kids. And then I was pregnant with my son when my dad passed away. So my son and my, my middle, she really, she was a year, when, um, a year and a half. So, but my oldest does remember her tata and, yeah. um, and, but now, you know, I have my mom and sometimes I do go to her and I'm like, oh, this and another positive person. Nope. 
you know your dad would want you to keep going you know what would you what do you think your dad would tell you and I'm like oh no not to give up right. keep going you know and so um that helps like anybody that would want that is thinking of following their passion in any entrepreneur is like you know you want to have it's important to have a good support system right. because mm -hmm. that just gives you that that push to keep going and, and not actually reassurance mm -hmm. on what you're doing exactly and and the decisions you're making mm -hmm. and always keep focused be focused as what is what you're what is it that you want to do like for myself I still want to do events I want to see how else I can right I'm going to ask you what's you know what's the future of Marley's the what do you future, see? What do you want out of my it? My head spins because there's so many things I want to do. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to continue, um, you know, being part of the community, seeing how we can help, um, you know, to the best of my ability, I want to say. You know, um, I would like Marley's to... Like, I would like to leave a legacy, especially for my kids. Yes. And I tell them, too. I go, if you don't want to continue, um, but I definitely would love, um, one of my ideas is become, um, have my own coffee, roast my own coffee. Okay. So, um, with that, I mean, you know, whether we, I know there's so many here in San Diego, but... Um, even if I could go internationally or nationally or, or so forth, I mean that um, that is what my vision is mm -hmm. for Marley's Coffee, but always keep it at a humbling degree and yeah. always that positive. Um, and you know, and if we have to make a second Marley's or have to, um, that that's my other thing is like that's what I was going to ask my, you too when yeah. um, when. Um, when we're able to open up a second one or, or, or hire people, my main thing is going to be good vibes and good customer service because uh. that's what we go by. It's, um, I mean, that's that's like my main thing is good customer service no matter what, you know, and whether it be our external customers or our internal customers, whether, you know, coworkers, you were a team, you know, and so that's what I want to portray if we, when we decide to open up a second Marley's and then branch out and do, you know, coffee and, and so forth is, um, and amongst all that be like the hub of where people could come in and we could do events or we could be part of a foundation or we could, you know. Right, which you're already a part of and you're right. already projecting those things that are out right. there, you know. Right. And that's funny because when I ask you, like, the future, you're saying this stuff for the future, but you're doing it now. Right. This is stuff I, you're doing I feel right like I now. Want to do more. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's why I say, like, okay, to the ability, to my ability, right. but it's like, um, I, I feel like the more I expand, the more I could, you know, open up my arms and help more people, you know. So it's uh, it's a good feeling, you know. I get a little impatient because I want it now, but I'm like you know, that. I have to learn to like slow it down, in, yeah, slow it down, <laughs> and take it in, and you know, enjoy it too. Right. Because I don't want to feel like, oh my God, you know, I am, you know, not saying that we're not supposed to be stressed or anything, but. Um, but I want to take it all in, you know, so every event that we make, you know, or pop or that we help, like, that's my thing too. It's like, if you have a pop-up shop or, or something you, you're starting off, come on in, you know, we'll, we'll you know, uh, this is like the venue. I had people come in on 
we had the Saturday a nail bar um, pop-up show with a little color street, you know, nail polish. Um, and somebody I worked with, she's like, oh, I have a group that we, um, we crochet or, or we knit. Mm -hmm. And, oh, this is cute. I go, bring them by, you know. If this is like somewhere where you want to meet and you want to just relax, come on in do that right and wanna... I mean, that's how i got hooked on you guys was the same thing like mm -hmm. the first time i came here with my girlfriend lily and yes. she was like i need to go check out this place like for future like meetups and stuff yes. and it's close by you like come meet me there and hang out and then it was like not that much longer that i was in here um mm -hmm. and with our meetup and like i said i fell in love with the energy and yeah. the vibe when i walked in i was like dude i'm sold on this place and i haven't even tried the coffee yet like that's, oh, how, so that's sweet, how i felt so you know See, that's what that's rewarding to me yeah. and um and like i said so far every single person that's walked into that door it's like friends you know it's family it's um i consider them family and i tell them hey you walked into my living you can, room you can feel it you're mm -hmm. very genuine your daughter's very genuine mm -hmm. and you just like i said feel that and i think it's really important in this community in east yes. county for there to be more places that have that and yes. are like that because they're very rare around here right right no i've been around and it's been like you know why what's the purpose of not feeling you know it's and just I, such an a this this area and i went to high school in this area so oh, grew okay. up in south bay but okay. went to high school here mm -hmm. um and it's always been like this like there's no middle ground there's one side and the other side in this area mm -hmm. so it gets like why can't there be a middle, you know? Right, and that's how right. it is in East County. And I've always felt that way. You're on one side of the street and you're in a whole other world. You go to the other side and it's just completely different. Yeah. Why does it have people. to be like that? Right. So a place like this to me creates that middle ground where it's just like, it doesn't matter what side of the road you live on. It doesn't. It and doesn't. you feel that when you come in here. Nice. <laughs> it's like, it I love matter. it. I love it. Yes. That's it's serving the purpose. Yeah. Serving the purpose. And you and do. You have a purpose and you are, you're living that right now. Right. And, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying every second. Like, um, right now, like I had mentioned before, we were very slow and we were trying to see okay what's our slowest day so uh -huh. um for like a month tuesdays were like by far the slowest like our last customer would be like at 10 o'clock in the morning and then we would be here until about five or six and it's like uh okay no, so why? <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay and and you know and i get it you know we're new people are still we still get new customers um coming in oh we didn't even know or we would pass by and, and that's great i love right. it every single day we get a new customer at least and so we decided to close tuesdays I feel so guilty. I feel like something's missing when, you know, and, and I'm doing, I have a lot to do at home because it's been a ways, you know, yeah. that, you know, I, there's always something to do with the kids, with the home in general, um, as mothers, as women, right? right. We, we have stuff to do, but, um, but it's still like, oh man, I miss my little coffee shop. Right. I wonder who would I've met today, you know? So your heart's in it. You have all heart in this place, and that's why you feel that way yes. when you're away. You're like, oh crap, if <laughs> this was open right now, like yes. you said, the interaction, like who exactly. am I missing out on? Yeah, if it's that <laughs> one customer that comes in that day, okay, you know, yeah. I met them. So, um, 
we're we're thinking of opening again in, um maybe like in February. I'm like, yeah, no, I gotta be here seven days. I yeah. can't, you know, just take a day off. You know, I'll I'll figure out what to do at yeah. home. You and know? Marlene, what does your husband do now? So he is um, a manager at um, it's called Affinity Development Group. So it they work with the Costco Auto Program. Oh. So they they help. Um, so he's in like the promotions department, which and I always ask him the same question, like um, and I guess he's tired of telling me what he actually does, but it's <laughs> the way I understand it is um, uh, they he's in the promotions department so when there's like a promotion like GM or, or something mm-hmm. and and they assist um, Costco members um, they they um, guide them into the right dealer with their really for a specific yeah, yeah for a specific so it's mainly for like Costco um, members and then they they work with that um, with that department so um, he started there about 10 years ago and that's when I was crazy enough one of the the times when I wanted to go back to real estate I'm like oh I think I could do this you know now I'm older you know I'm not 19 and so I I, that's one part that I um, I apologize I left but it was very briefly and um, he's a again support system he's like okay go do it and um, and I'll work two jobs. So he had a, a full-time job, and then this job, this company, he worked part-time. So um, talk about support. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, and I, and I ended up working under a realtor, which was part-time, and then I was doing, I was trying to do real estate. I mean, we know that I'm not a salesperson, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not, this is not me. But um, he started off there and then he's worked his way up to management status. I mean, he went through a lot and, and so forth, but it's been great, you know, and, and the company's wonderful. Um, and there's been times like, oh, you know, I'm going to get another job, but and we, we both support each other in that sense. And it's like, okay, go for it. You know, I already have another job, so you go get your yeah. job. But it's like, no. Nope. Like, your turn, your turn. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he's, he's stuck it out so far, 10 Which years. Which is really awesome, and I love, too, that your kids get to see all this and see how you guys balance and work and be able to support one another and those type right. of things and stuff that's really right. important what you're showing your kids, and right. especially your daughters, too, because they're seeing you do so much and the power behind of what you're doing and you know growing up you don't see that a lot especially in you know any type of latino community it's hard to really look up to women and see powerhouse women doing things but we're definitely in the time right now in our life where that's like becoming very strong (laughs) yes no for sure like i had mentioned like my mom was so dependent on my dad and it hurts me because you know i help her and i have to have patience at this point in time because sometimes i'm like oh why can't you call you know and i feel bad and i'm thinking well you know um it's a different era like she was so dependent like he did everything and even if she but i i remember seeing her so strong in her her element when she was running the factory like uh-huh. she was like you know so the savage you know that right yeah, but it, when life. it came to like you know um like other stuff medical you know things like that he took care of everything pain and and all that but her running that the the business the factory it was like she was savage she was like she's in the zone and to me 
remembering that and then when she's like oh can you do this or you know I tried calling or you know any little thing I'm like really like you can't do it you know and I don't really tell her but she could sense you know and um and that's what I don't want for myself like I tell my kids um you know if you ever see me asking for something no just throw me up the door because no I need to always be on it you know or yeah. dependent or independent and that's what I teach my especially my girls yeah that's my thing is like I don't want you to when you find somebody you guys have to be at the same level you guys have to think the same you can't there can't be somebody oh you know like empowering you or, or make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel little never because right. that's not you know that's not in our blood Right. You know, first off, yeah, and that's not the times. You know, everything has to be equal. Right. You know? and my husband and I always talk about supporting each other side by side, exactly. and not one behind the other. Exactly. And I always say that, like, I, I don't need you to support from behind me. I need right. you to be right beside me, exactly. so that we can move forward together. Exactly. And I think that's, and that's what makes it successful. Like right. you know, and and in the family and in the careers, you know. Right. So, um, it's it's fun to teach that you know and 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 I could see my daughter because she's like man mom like when we open you did this you yeah. know this is like what you're doing you yeah. know and I'm like well I have to thank you guys I have to thank your dad for I didn't do it by myself <laughs> exactly yeah it was on me you know mm-hmm. I had help but um and you know and I have to give it to my mom too always you know she knows and she she's recognized like you know it's it and she's even given me advice on that she's like I know I've been I was dependent on your dad but you need to be independent you need to you know you could do it you could do this and yeah. and so I know she really that's why it, I'm like okay I need to like be patient and you know help my mom because she doesn't have anybody else her all her right. family is in Chile so um, but I'm the daughter I'm the only her only right. daughter so it's like then I'm like okay no I'm gonna yeah, do this okay. for her yeah okay <laughs> let me just like let you me know just bring this back exactly. down here <laughs> and I'm like okay mamacita what do you want me to do you yeah. know I wish I could do more and um but it's never been when they've helped us or helped me they never um, ask for anything in return. So that's why I have to remind myself, you know, I need to help my mom because they, they've never asked like, oh, we helped you. So you need to pay us back or you need to, you know, do this for us or, you know, it's, so I, I have to remind myself and again, you know, be like, okay, it's my mother. She's done right. everything for me. Right. Um, I need to, this is the way that I'm going to pay her back. And as Latinos, you know, it's like, I'm not going to leave her, take her to a home or anything. Not that I'm saying other people do, right? But um, that's like the least of my, in my mind that right. sometimes she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go and, you know, go in a, one of these senior, you know. She says that? Yeah. She says that. I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're here. She's like, oh, you just want me to babysit your kids. I go, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I want you to it, do it. But, you know, like, that, that's helpful. <laughs> um, Marlene, coming to the closing um, mm-hmm. of this episode, um, I feel like sometimes um, women that are out there that are trying to discover what they want to do or maybe know what they want but are in the world, in their jobs, Mm -hmm. and, you know, consumed in their lives, it's hard to 
take those risks and get started. And right. I think because I'm a person who is in my mid-30s and I don't have children, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's been easy for me to take certain risks. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, also because my husband's supporting a lot of the right. decisions, crazy decisions I make. But what would you give... Um, what advice do you have for the women that are working that have kids out there and that are just like we talked about earlier that fear what would you tell them well um, you know it's an example I want to say you're working you have your kids Um, to me it was always for my kids I want to leave a legacy I want them to, if I don't get to meet my, my grandkids, um, first off, do what you're passionate about, first off, right? Of course, when you're passionate about something, you're doing it for somebody. And of course, you're doing, you know, for me, in my example, was for my kids. And that's leaving, like I said, a legacy. Being able, like, you know what? My mom did this. She opened up the shop, um, you know, from the ground up. And look, you know, we have like 20 shops and it's franchise, you know, right? So, yeah, right? But well, like, you're always looking at the big yeah, picture, I know, really. I know. Oh, I have to be patient. <laughs> I know, like all across the United <laughs> States. Um, but, you know, don't give up. Know what you're passionate about. Um, you know you're doing it for not only yourself, but at least for your loved ones, you know, whether your kids, your husband. Um, and personally, yeah, it's not, don't give up. Don't give up on that passion, whether it takes a year, whether it takes 10 years, but eventually right. you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, it doesn't matter. It, it's not from one day to another. Right. Um, if you have to work, for a couple of years or whatever until you reach um just don't don't settle like don't don't ever settle you know just keep going and and if in the event that you don't have a support system such as a spouse um then something's not right you know because that's what spouses are you know it's to like we said it's to to be um, side by side, right. you know, whether they they don't have this, they, they don't have the same talent of the passion that you're looking for. Right. But at least you know you have somebody there, and if and if they're not supportive, then something's not right. I'm not saying for everybody to go get a divorce and stuff, right? right? <laughs> don't. But just you know, communicate, right? But for the women, yeah. Um, but for the women that that are looking for, don't be scared. Just go for it, you know, and and whether it's becoming the smallest insignificant passion, um, and there's nothing insignificant, you know, uh, about anything that you want to do, because everything, if it's your passion, that's like the greatest thing. Like, you know, I had, I got people looking at me from where I worked um, when I said, oh yeah, I'm going to open up a small coffee shop. Oh, wow. Really? Are you sure you're gonna to like? Okay. I got a few people like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm sure, because that's what I want. I don't feel not that I'm not happy here, but there's a, a void, you know. Right. So if you keep going and you don't give up and 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 you just pursue that dream, um, at the end, it's gonna be worth it. I believe it. It's gonna be worth it. I'm 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 not at the end yet because there's a lot to do. But yeah. 
but like I said, I'm human, you know, sometimes I feel I have to shut down or I have to, you know, stop, but then I remind myself and then I have, you know, others reminding me, I look at my family, I'm like, you know what, I'm doing this for them and I'm doing it for my grandkids, my great grandkids and I want them to be... You said that legacy, that's not even here yet. Exactly, exactly. I want them to know, oh, I didn't meet my my great grandmother, but you know what, she's the owner of Marley's Coffee, you know? I always think about stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) so that's like my thing and and, you know, it's probably crazy because I haven't shared it with anybody really it's just something that I've thought of you know I've never really told my husband or my kids you know this is what what my goal is but that's what I want I want them to to say hey you know my 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 great 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 grandmother this is where she started it's you know and and it's all over it's in Europe now I'm just kidding but I mean no you're not no I'm not but you know that's the point But yeah, you know, so don't give up. Just so, keep going. one other question: mm-hmm. the name. Tell me about. How I you gotta came give it to my name. husband. Yeah. But um, so okay, I'm gonna give my full name. Okay. My full name is Matilde Marlene Miller Poniente. Okay. Miller, my maiden name, married Poniente. Um, nickname. For some reason, they've always called me Marlene. My parents. Okay. Um, throughout school, nickname was always Marley. Um, I wanted something more family, like you know, because we're ponientes, so I wanted more like a pony coffee shop, uh-huh. or you know, because we're always like I'm pony girl on my you know emails and stuff. And um, but it was my husband that said, "I'm like, well, I don't want to do Marley's because that's like Bob Marley, even though I love it, you know, I'm, right. uh, you know, this is like our theme. Our theme is very Islander and, uh-huh. and so forth. And, um, but he's like, okay. So I was like, this is like the hardest thing to do. I thought, you know, something else would have been hard, but coming up with a name that sticks and that we could brand, um, is hard. So, um, he, all of a sudden he's like, well, if you don't want Marley, I mean, that's your nickname, Marley, you know, well, let's do Marley. And so it would be Marley's coffee shop. Right. Um, but instead of M-A-R-L-E-Y apostrophe S, he came up with the M, you know, he's like, let's be different and just like throw everybody off and put, you know, the Marley's and then pay for coffee and I'm right. like oh my god that's really gonna throw them off because you know people are gonna and it does but it works exactly <laughs> get right? people wanting to know exactly <laughs> so all, all the credit to my husband for the name um and I guess for me for accepting the name because I it took me a while I'm like oh I don't know oh I love it but then I kept writing it I kept looking at it I'm like you know what okay let's do this yeah. you know and that's hence the name Marley's coffee it works it yeah. completely works. Um, and tell our listeners where um, they can find you. Location, Instagram. Oh, your perfect. Info. Yeah, well, location, we're at 7281 El Cajon Boulevard, San Diego. Not La Mesa. It's <laughs> 92115. Um, Instagram, we're at Marley's Coffee. Facebook, we're at Marley's Coffee. Um, Twitter, Marley's Coffee, everything's all Marley's Coffee. We um, we try to make our Instagram, our social media very interesting, um, not so um, by the rules in the sense yeah. of, you know, it's I find it all, all places, you know, and, and we try to make it more personable. So yeah. not so much like, oh, the design or like, you know, oh, I have to put one blank 
picture and then the other coffee. No, we, we just throw it out there and random stuff and and that's what makes us, you know, yeah. and that's who we are, you know. It, it definitely goes hand in hand right. with it. Like your social media definitely matches what this place well, is. Yes. You walk in, like it really does match what it's all about and what you guys are all about. Nice. So that's good to hear because um, that's our purpose. At first we we're like, oh, you know, we see all everything so aesthetic and you know and I know it was driving my daughter crazy because you know she's all about like oh it has to look good and the coloring and the filter and um, I think she gave up on that because you know my husband um, I have to give it to my husband and my daughter they're the social media ones I do check my social media of course I don't want nobody to know that you know or think that I don't um, but when it comes to posting the majority of the time it's I mean we, we we do it as a family yeah pretty much and that that's the purpose we don't want to feel like oh just you know just you you know just that one person's gonna post no if we feel like posting something there we go you know and sometimes you'll know that it's my husband sometimes you'll know it's my daughter i don't know if you'll know it's me but you know um i'm gonna start paying more attention yeah yeah so you're gonna have to and then it'll be the question okay who posted this picture yeah So, um, but yeah, that's, um, you know, I'm hoping to, to see more people and, and, um, open our doors to whoever needs to just talk. That's another thing. It's like, come on in. If you just want to talk, that's fine. You know, I mean, um, I know that there's some customers out there that sometimes they're like, oh, you know, well, I, I, I couldn't buy coffee or I, I didn't need my coffee. I'm like, you don't need, you could just come and say, come hi. And say hi. That's it. Just yeah. come and say hi. And I have like customers that, oh, we're just here to say hi. Okay, that's fine. That makes my day. Yeah. You know, that's all I need. I just need, and I need to Again, know that Marlene, they're good. that's the environment that you're creating here. Mm-hmm. And like I said, mm-hmm. I found a safe place here nice. and I appreciate that to find something close to where I live and be able to just vibe with you and your daughter so much it means a lot to me and you know that's why I keep coming back and trying to have meetings here myself because it's just the energy you've created in here is really special and I really appreciate that and you know again Marlene thank you for letting me into your space and you know sharing your story with me and the listeners and you are definitely a badass chingona oh yeah I was waiting for that I'm happy to like get you know more of that from you and really get to know you and dig in deep so I appreciate that and thank you again and for you listeners out there fist up chingonas